The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. What's up? <laughs> we got to bring that back. Really? Yeah, I Do think we? so. I missed that. Uh, I don't know why. Anywho, uh, what are we doing today? Oh, I know. This time on this hair podcast, we are going to talk about script shelf life. Uh. So that's coming up. And uh, listeners weighed in on when I yelled to you <laughs> about something on the last episode, episode uh-huh. 100. I don't really remember what it was exactly, but I had yelled to you. Yes. Anyway, the Make My Damn Movie listeners are laser focused on every word uh-huh. on this show. Anything misstated, especially. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. So when I yelled to you, uh-huh. we asked each other, what was that from? And we quickly remembered it was from an episode of Seinfeld, right? Yes. So I then said top of the morning to you and that was incorrect it should have been top of the muffin top to of you. the muffin that's right yeah because it's the one where mr Lippman opened a muffin oh, top right. shop from an idea he stole from elaine yes and called it top of the muffin, muffin. to you a play on the irish greeting top of the morning yes. to yes but uh, it wasn't punctuated the proper way so elaine was like it's not to you yeah remember because of that so I stand corrected. <laughs> Happy. And they had to get rid of all the stumps. <laughs> What's well, a good one? Yeah. We were just talking about Seinfeld. Right. Also, this was kind of interesting, I guess. Mm. I noticed over the past couple of weeks, we've gotten a few messages regarding why no more Gilligan's Island refer- uh. references. Because on past episodes, we've talked about Ginger and Marianne might have had a little thing for the good-looking professor and how yeah. frumpy Gilligan and the Skipper were. So most likely a no-go with the ladies for those two. <laughs> probably right? not. I don't think so. Also, we broke down the possibility Mr. Hal watching in secret. Well, probably ah. the three hot ones plowed. <laughs> right? But what about a feature? It got me to thinking. Maybe a darker scenario? Ooh. You ever think of that? Yeah, maybe. How about the professor as Ginger and Mary Ann's pimp? <gasps> think about that. The ladies turn into dirty, dirty hookers. <laughs> you think? Wait, who is he going to pimp them out to? The mm. Gill- Gilligan and the Skipper? No, you got to let that float around in your mind just for a second. No, thanks. No, you have to, really. I don't want that floating anywhere near me. Well, what you said, see, it's the only clear path for Gilligan and the <laughs> Skipper to have an opportunity to bang those girls. And what kind of uh, money, well, what that's kind of just cash it. would see, exchange hands? See, there? that's perfect that you ask that, because you got to think this through. The pimp, professor, right, right is the muscle. <laughs> so he shakes down Gilligan and the Skipper when they can't come up with coconuts, bananas, fish, uh, whatever yeah. the hell they use yes. for currency on a deserted island. Conch shells? Yeah. Monkeys? I don't know. <laughs> Something. Monkeys. 
So when they don't have it, he gets to kick their stinking heads in. It's great. Okay. And Mr. Howe would still lurk around watching. (laughs) It gets them all worked up, which bodes well for Mrs. Howe, (laughs) because we all know how much she loves pearl necklaces. (laughs) Thank you. So what do you think? You like this idea? So in conclusion, thankfully, the island basically becomes a whorehouse. YOLO, baby! So think about it. You never know. It could work. They did chips. You know, they remade chips. All the ones they've remade. What's the one with the 21 Jump Street Mm -hmm. and all that? Why not? All this stuff's remade. Mm -hmm. So that's just my thought. So Mm, Maybe you're on to something. Just spitballing. Okay? All right. Go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com, and if you want to send a message, you can do that. Go to the contact page, and you're off to the races. And, uh... Right at us. Sure, right at us. And here's some messages from the people that wrote to us <laughs> on the thing on the line. Bianca, <laughs> Los Angeles, California. I wholeheartedly encourage you guys to produce your own short. Hmm. I have wanted to do the same for years, but haven't mustered up the courage. Well, if we can do it, I think pretty much anyone can. Yeah. So there's a ringing endorsement there. Is it? Uh-huh. Simon, Perth, Australia. I reckon filming a short is a plus, but I think you blokes have a different take than I do on what a short is. It is not an excerpt from a script. Uh, We were just talking about that. Hey, Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> you got your definition. We got ours, but I think we kind of figured that he might yeah. be right. I bet so. he has his own definition of a knife, too. Mm-hmm. That's not a knife. Derek, Sugarland, Texas. I took Mark's advice and watched Jailbirds on Netflix. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Those women were not appealing. You think? <laughs> I told yeah, you. he did warn you. They were extortionists, carjackers, home invaders, kidnappers. <laughs> no sexy time. None on Jailbirds. Did you check it out? I have not. I was still re-watching 10 items or less. Okay. Anthony, Bangor, Maine. The Talking Magic 8-Ball is hilarious. I absolutely love that thing. Yes, Mm. Anthony, you love the Magic 8-Ball, but Magic 8-Ball, does anyone love Anthony? I think that time will tell. Vague as always. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it would say no. Straight up no. Sorry, Anthony. Evelyn, Augusta, Georgia. I have been attempting to get a screenplay produced for many years now. I have eight completed projects, and I have to say that Make My Damn Movie is an encouragement. Really? One question. Is there another Make My Damn Movie podcast? (laughs) How are we encouraging? I don't know. In any way, shape, or form. All right, Evelyn. Weird. Gabriel, (laughs) Yonkers, New York. Mark is terrible. Whoa. I don't appreciate his constant name calling. How would he like to be called asshole, idiot, moron, dickhead, dickwad, or shithead? Well, Gabriel, (laughs) I'm called that every single day, and that's at home. Right. He doesn't even have to leave the house for that kind of abuse. There's that. There you go. Those were your messages. Those were your messages. And you can do the same and send a message and tell me how horrible I am. (laughs) I love it. I don't hear that enough. He's mean. He's a meanie. All right. Uh... (laughs) 
<laughs> what that happened? Really weird sounding. <laughs> are the batteries dying on this? They, they probably are. I use it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Not just on this show. I carry this around the neighborhood. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, whoa. Fuck you. Yeah, you really do. Uh, what are we doing? The thing on the deficit. <laughs> it's the movie quotes game. Where I read a movie quote and you try to tell me what movie it's from, and people out at Podcast Land get to play along. So that's fun. Uh, oh, here's oh. your first one on the game that we're currently playing. Uh, Marriage is like an unfunny, tense version of Everybody Loves Raymond, but it doesn't last 22 minutes, it lasts forever. Oh, oh man, I got mm. nothing. It would be the character Pete, played by Paul Rudd on Knocked Up. Oh. So there's that. Okay, here's your next one. The world can really kick your ass. I only have a vague recollection of when it wasn't kicking mine. Real recollection. <laughs> no one's going to get that because I'm no. going to definitely edit that out. Oh, you got this? Nope. No. No. Really? Oh. <laughs> Something's wrong with my brain. Roy Munson, Woody Harrelson, and Kingpin. Yeah. That's a kind of a classic line, at least I think. Here's your last one. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. Again, what Brenda says to me on a daily basis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Come on. That brother's... Really, I'm very disappointed. Dean Warmer, Animal oh, House. Animal House. And now we move on to the <sighs> Trivial Pursuit TV trivia cards that I found out in the garage. Without the game, just the TV trivia cards. Yeah. No movie. Movie. No history. None of that. That's weird. And we have gotten more and more messages since I in a, on a, since on a last. <laughs> <laughs> Real <laughs> since I mentioned on a couple podcasts ago, why do we do these? And oh. people are like, I like when you do these. They do. So shut up. Whoa. Here they are. Oh. To you <laughs> on Saturday Night Live. Who was the only U.S. president to say the famous line live from New York at Saturday night? Now remember, these are from the 70s. Hey. No? Uh, Carter? Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford? Yep. Here's your second one. Okay. What show featured the characters Officers Pete Malloy and Jim Reed? Mm. Uh, Adam 12. Adam 12. One Adam 12. Oh, I can do it on this. One Adam 12. One Adam 12. <laughs> remember? 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 I don't. You don't? No. Really? Fuck you. <laughs> hey. All right. Here's your third one. On the Bob Newhart show, what was Bob Hartley's profession? You have to be exact. Psychologists. Wow. That's right. Yeah, I used to watch that. Oh, okay. I was parents. <laughs> here's your fourth one. What was Buffy's doll's name in Family Affair? That was really 
throwing me for a loop because you said Buffy, and I just equate that with Vampire Slayer. No. Family Affair that. Buffy's doll's name was Mrs. Beasley. Mrs. Holy Beasley. Crap. And I got to tell you, when I was a little boy, a little kid, oh, you no. know, and I'd watch Family Affair, Mrs. Beasley sometimes did it for me. <laughs> Off hell? to the bathroom. <laughs> I told you. Anything that was on that TV screen didn't matter who or what. Hey, look, a tree. You got to go to the bathroom. It vaguely resembles a woman. It doesn't matter. What the hell? Tree, car, person, <laughs> dude, chick, didn't matter. Doll, sick and wrong. On a lot of levels. I'm paying for that now. Trust me. All kinds of health. Okay. Uh, well, oh, yeah, the staff picks. It's the thing with the uh, Make My Damn Movie staff picks where we attempt to force you to watch the movies that we like. Aye, aye. And you can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com to see our list of staff picks. I don't know why, but uh, they're there. <laughs> People if you like them. They do? Okay. They like those thumbnails. And uh, what is your staff pick for this time around? Mine is Birdman from 2014. No. That's Directed a good one. by Alejandro Inarritu. Okay. Starring Michael Keaton, yeah. Emma Stone, Naomi Watts, Zach Galifianakis, and Edward Norton. It's uh, about an actor who used to be famous for playing a superhero, and now he's kind of washed up, and he gets the funds together to make a Broadway play, and as opening night approaches, he hopes to reignite his career yeah it's very risky but he hopes that his uh, creative gamble will prove that he's a great artist again yeah and not just some washed up has been mm-hmm. a castmate is injured forcing him to hire an actor edward norton who is guaranteed to shake things up oh yeah yeah meanwhile he must deal with his girlfriend daughter and ex-wife yeah but this movie is amazing see it it's okay. birdman 2014 Mine is Dude, Where's My Car from 2000. <laughs> it stars Ashton Kutcher, Sean William Scott, Jennifer Garner, Christy Swanson, and many more people are in this movie. Now, it's about two bumbling stoners named Jesse and Chester who wake up one morning from a night of heavy partying and cannot remember where they parked their car. So what they do is they set out on a journey to find it, and that's the movie. Yeah. That's pretty much that's it. it. But along the way, they run into an assortment of people who include their angry girlfriends, who I love, the twins, Wilma and uh-huh. Wanda, whose house they trash, by the way. They also run into an angry street gang and a transsexual stripper hounding them for a suitcase oh, full of yeah. stolen money. You need to watch Dude, Where's My Car? Because that's funny. That is a good movie. And I used to say, oh, I hate to admit, but that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah! Well, I'm not ashamed to say it anymore. Uh-uh. Because it's really good. It's, if you've never seen yeah. that movie, a lot of people, oh, dude, where's my car? Really? Uh, it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> stupid. Of course it's stupid. Stupid. Okay, here's the thing we're going to talk about. Oh. Screenplay shelf life. Now, is there an expiration date on my screenplay? I ask myself all the time. What does that mean? It mostly refers to a script that has a specific time period in it. Right. Mostly. Anyway, my time travel screenplay, Hit Escape, is a very good example of this. And I'm kind of going through this in my mind now. So I'll read the log line to you right now. <laughs> It never gets old to me. <laughs> Head escape. Here's the log line to you. 
A crestfallen L.A. lawyer is transported back to 1983 Daytona Beach in her 18-year-old body and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to gloomy present day. Mm. All right. So you got that? So I have the time travel set back to 1983. I do not want to change that date. Right. I just don't. Many reasons. But that's the preferred date, 1983. Wildly interesting shit is happening in that particular year. And I've always said I wanted an 80s feel. And 1983 was the 80s. Okay? As 80s as it got. I thought so. Not 1981 or 82, because in my opinion, some 70s was still spilling over into that decade, right? Yeah. Same goes for 87 or 88. Typically, there's a lot of attitude and style changes towards the end of a decade. Definitely 90s creeping in there. Uh Uh-huh. I firmly believe that any decade is best represented in the third, fourth, and fifth years. Yeah. That's what I think. And what I think goes. Fuck you. Hmm. I hear that a lot, too. Anyway, what was I saying? I firmly believe stuff. Anyway, back to the screenplay hit escape. Did I read the log line to you? Yes. Okay, I did that. Okay, a potential issue could be the present time in that story, 2021. Right. Okay? Every year this script isn't produced. (laughs) The year and the age of the actor in present day ticks up one. Yes. Okay? Now, what's wrong with that, though? Really? Nothing's wrong. Some writers, some idiots would cringe, but not me. The main character called Sharon is in her 50s in 2021. Mid-50s. Right. So, what's wrong with that? Who cares? Young screenwriters cringe at the thought of an actress in her 50s. They really, really do. that's true. Over 50? Ew, gross. Really? Is what they're saying. And they really do think that way. They do. Or a retirement home. So let me say this to you, Marissa Tomei. Ah, yes. Sandra Bullock. Yes. Vivica A. Fox. Yes. Jennifer Aniston. Julianne Moore. Diane Lane. Where's the boing? (laughs) (laughs) Halle Berry. Demi Moore. Heather Graham. (laughs) Had to stop there. (laughs) Angela Bassett. The list goes on and on. Not too shabby, huh? No. Guess what? All over 50 years old. All of them are over 50 years old. Everyone I just read. Really? And there's plenty more. Good news. This script, Hit Escape, not only features an adult actor in the role of Sharon, but also back in 1983, an 18-year-old version of the same character. So (laughs) win-win. Right? See what you're doing. So, yes, your screenplay can have a shelf life if you allow it to. Yes. Because I could easily just say, oh, man, I don't want a 55, 56, 57, 58 year old, Mm -hmm. you know, actress playing this role. No one wants to see that old, decrepit, (laughs) crutch using whatever. But again, Marissa Tomei, Sandra Bullock, Vivica A. Fox. I can go on and on. Hit Escape is one script where I refuse to settle and say it's done because of the age of the character. And that is why I don't know about this expiration date on screenplays. No. Okay, so it doesn't get made. Next year, you got to tick it up. 
if you want that particular year. So this has right. to be all set in 1983. That cannot change in my mind. Mm -hmm. Therefore, every year it's not made, the present person that time travels is a year older. Right. You following me? Exactly, yes. And I have no <clears throat> problem with that list of actors that I just rattled off. None. I have zero problem with that list. <laughs> Trust me. I'm just glad that they weren't around on the TV screen oh, when God. I was 14 years old. Because oh, I would have horrible. just had a big problem there. Yes. It really. I would have not. would have had a big problem. Been able to walk. <laughs> yes. My mother would have just been tired of wiping down the nah! loads. I know your mother. That's not good. That was wrong. Yeah. I'll edit that Any out. levels. You know I won't, but no. I said that I would edit it out. So doesn't that count? No. Oh, okay. Well. It's like your apology after saying, what was it? Oh, anyway. yeah. And yeah, no, that's on the yeah. other podcast. Let's not talk about oh, that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay. Leaving that out of it. Fuck Just you. listen to the other podcast if you are wondering what I'm talking about. I have a diversion. <laughs> <laughs> That works every time. Well, at no, least but to me. Does any of the screenplays have a shelf life, really? Only one that could, I think, is the one that I, we just talked about, a Hit Escape, because it's a time travel piece, and I want it to stay going back to 1983. Okay? So that could qualify as a screenplay that has shelf life. Yeah, potentially. But I, uh, I don't agree with that, because every single actor I rattled off is very capable. Yeah. And would suit that part perfectly for a present day oh, Sharon, yeah. right? Yeah, I think, and that's that's it. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. Th now, thank you. That's exactly what I say. Now, cooking on air, that one's all about TV, but I mean, you could kind of jigger that around to be like same thing, about some kind of streaming <clears throat> cooking show. Yeah. So, really, none of them have a show. What are you talking life. about? There's still a food network. Let me read. That's cook true. Let me read the log line to cooking on air so people can follow along at home. <laughs> Why are you emphasizing, sir? I don't know. To you. Cooking on air. Looking to produce a TV program of their own, the stylish host of a popular cooking show traveled to rural West Virginia to persuade two young homespun chefs to move to New York City and become television stars. Now, what you're not going to know when you hear this, if you're listening to this podcast, the four that do, uh -huh. okay, is that it took me 45 minutes to <laughs> fucking read that, but I'm going to edit all that shit big time. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Dead air. Not good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't. There's no shelf life on that. What are you talking about? Uh, there's still a Food Network. There That's, is a Food yeah, Network, and there will always be I a Food Network. To. And we will. Not, uh, is this the podcast we talked about, Bobby Flay on? No, uh, it wasn't. It was no. the other one. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you want to hear about, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Fuck you. Okay, I found that button. I'm going to use it a lot. Oh. Yes, I'm going to use this Fuck you. all the time. <laughs> That's the one I use around the neighborhood. That's probably a bad thing. What? That I'm using Fuck yeah. you. on the neighbors? Yeah. 
Maybe that's why I get all the dirty looks. Maybe. Mm, and death threats. Mm, that's not good when your neighbors... Okay. So anyway, the good news <laughs> is that you don't have to have an expiration date on a screenplay, right? No. I don't think you do. But I was starting to creep into my mind about Hit Escape. And I kept thinking, oh, man, every year this isn't done. And that's another problem. Why the fuck isn't it done? <laughs> Yay. I mean, really? That's I true. Am- I love that one. Make the fucking movie. Well, that's what the podcast is all about. Make my damn movie. But we're in 101 episodes. And all yes, I, and I and you know what? I'm very grateful that I have the people looking at it that are looking at it, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. That's a good thing. But now the people that are looking at it, get your shit together. <laughs> All right. Can we get this done? That'll make it. I feel like I might be passing. Get it happening. (laughs) That always works. Yeah. You know, very encouraging. Calling producers fucking idiots. That works really well. (laughs) They love it. They do like that. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, go to dead uh, air. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Okay. I got to make make my my new movie. Oh, man. What did we say? Go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com. Okay, we're going to go and have a nice something. Drink? Yeah, sure. Later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.